Welcome back to Ready Comics Roll. If you enjoy what you're listening to, be sure to like, share, and subscribe. Do not pass go. Do not collect $200. I'm Anthony. I've got wood for your sheep. I'm Mike. Fuck this game. I'm John. See, you're just salty because the best character in Betrayal at House on the Hill is Flash. Without question. No, okay, first off, I'm going to disagree with you, even though you do have a little bit of a record of a few wins... But we've played many games of this either way. I, I'm still sticking with Father Reinhardt. Listen, the guy has the knowledge, the sanity, the speed. His strength isn't there, but you know what? It, it, what he lacks in might, he gains with huge stats in other areas, okay? You know, that that's fair. That's fair. I mean, even though every time we've played with Flash, I always end up having to be... Because the beauty of it is, is the fact that it's either PvP or PvE. Unfortunately, the fast few games we've done is... Uh, player versus the other player because there's always one person that gets stuck being the asshole but every time mike. i've played as flash <laughs> I did, even even when things look dire even like mike was so certain he was gonna win i ended up just with flash pulling it out of my ass for the win i don't think i was playing on some of those games so yeah you can have your win that's fine <laughs> <laughs> but no what's honestly beautiful about betrayal at house on wait Betrayal at House on Haunted Hill? No. On, on no, that's fine. Hill. Yes. See, okay, so, I always uh, fuck up because of the fact that the movie and shit. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> that's part of the beauty of this game, especially for me as a horror fan, is it takes so many different tropes, so many different elements from all these different horror-based games, and turns it into a fun board game. Because to be honest, board games are boring games for me for the most part. Well, the 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 beautiful thing about this game, and I, I don't actually know which one came first, but it takes a it takes a lot of the Last Night on Earth kind of vibe, where you're playing semi cooperatively at first, and then you have that one asshole who's a zombie, <laughs> and just it, keeps get up. But the thing the thing that really is beautiful about this game, and and the fact that it's just you're always. Almost guaranteed to never play the same game twice. Almost yeah. always guaranteed. That is probably I, I have had the, I have had point. the I have had the thing where I get the um uh literally like the the bet the best possible ending twice thing where it's you you get the just escape the house thing. Uh, you have like five turns to just kind of get the hell out of the house, and usually we're like four rooms from the door. <laughs> <laughs> Those are always the easiest ones. Versus, you got to collect all these different pieces to be able to destroy the evil, or otherwise it consumes your very soul. Yeah. Right. I mean, but it is. What's great about this game is you're not likely to get the same storyline, you know, that often. Well, really, you're not. Yeah. Uh, the 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 other part is the fact that the the game board and map. Yeah. Almost no. always. That's, yeah, that's like always guaranteed gonna... to be always completely random. Would which we even again call... makes it to the like uniqueness to it? Uh, would we even call it a roguelike? Because the fact that the map is well, always generated. Uh, yeah, randomly. I guess. I, I guess you can call it a roguelike because it, it is one of those things like ah, we lost. Let's do it again! And completely new board. Yeah, because yeah. you're always putting on new tiles in different yeah. directions. Uh, sometimes you also have, like, event cards that will go ahead and put you into different areas or different scenarios. Mm-hmm. And even just with the addition of the... There, there's even a scenario that actually is, like, roguelike, where um, you start back over in the foyer, and you you keep all your equipment and relics, but you lose everything else that you had, and the board is reset... And I, I just like some of the tiles that they come off for the rooms, the different um, kind of scenarios that are within the story. So you would go into uh, the the furnace area, okay, 
And depending on what's going on with their, um, I, I'm trying to remember the specifics of the tile, but there may be something in there or the crypt and there's like a spider rub. So it brings a little bit of difficulty trying to escape or utilize movement in that specific zone. Yeah. And then if you succeed, that's the cool thing too, is your stats can fluctuate throughout the entirety of the game, either based off those tiles or the different omen cards, the event cards, the item cards. There's many different ways to kind of keep you on your toes at all time. And even in regards to just the character selection, like uh, some of us have favorites. Like for me, it's Flash. And for uh, John, it's uh, Father uh, Reinhardt. I should know that because of Overwatch. Yep. (laughs) But the beauty of it too is it also has this kind of, uh, I want to say HP Lovecraft Cthulhu-ish type deal. Yeah. Because the fact that you also have sanity. And sanity is the one thing that can really just mess your day up. Sure, you have your your speed and your might, which probably comes up the most often. But then sanity mm. can also be a, a pretty huge factor. To be honest, as many times as I have played through this game... It's how game, you utilize the character, really. It, well, it, it, it depends upon, one, what you're coming across more often. But between omens... And the rooms, knowledge and sanity, like your mental stats are typically the ones that are gonna get hit. Thus. The thing, the thing that, the thing that where strength and speed really come in, speed is, is good because it gives you the ability to move through a crap ton of rooms if you need to get Which out of it. Sometimes is crucial. It is, but but again, that's why I'm a fan of Father Reinhardt because it, it, he's kind of broken in that regard. I think he has the highest starting and cap um, ability for sanity, um, and he starts off, I mean, kind of middle of the row, maybe upper upper half for for knowledge. Again, might's not whatever, and his speed is okay, but he has those those things to where hey. He's not going to take the biggest hits or he has a better success rate when it comes down to the sanity stuff. And then when you utilize your knowledge, uh, certain like aiming a gun, you know what I mean, to shoot something, uh, he tends to have at least better chances with those too. You remember, just like in Hero Clicks, I kind of have to buff my dice rolls with other <laughs> stats. <laughs> you have to. Well, and, and that's typically why I like the, the kids in this one, uh, Peter Akamoto and Brandon Jaspers because they have kind of the most like balanced around like around the edges stats. They're they're pretty much four four three um, on on both ends. Just ones like three four four, ones four three four. It's just weird. Um, the one thing that I do have to say is I know we we've all played like. Us three have played this game a few times. The one thing that I have to mention, though, is we have never picked up Widow's Walk, the expansion, mm. which doesn't really add any new characters as far as I know, but well, it does add... I look at it this way. You, you already have the possibility of 12 different characters with slightly different stats and playability for that, so I guess I'm okay with an expansion not carrying too many more characters. Yeah, because yeah, you have so much variety to begin with. And again, like we mentioned, you're not really going to be playing the same game twice unless, you know, I'm playing as Flash, to which, you know, we just know the outcome You're going to need to start randomly drawing characters. I'm, uh, <laughs> I'm sick of your freaking one-trick ponies with ruins. Dude, he's... He, he's he, I'm telling you, though, Flash <laughs> is pretty much like the stereotypical hero in a horror movie. So you want him to be Venom? Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> You, you mean he's just Flash. because just because just because Flash is basically Lordy looks like Eddie Brock and has stats similar to Eddie mm-hmm. Brock doesn't mean anything. Yep. But you eh, were saying Brock's about not the... that fast. <laughs> Neither is Venom. <laughs> yeah, he's a big brute. But uh, you were saying about the expansions. Um, 
Well, there's only the one, as far as I know. There's only Widow's Walk. Um, as far as you know. As far as I know. I, I have tried to look it up. It, it, it's only the, it's the only one that's coming up. Yeah, it, um, so if you do know of an, uh, another expansion, Mike's Wrong, make sure you put that in the comments below. <laughs> <laughs> I like that as well, throwing Mike's Wrong. <laughs> um, hey, that's the resounding theme of this cast, either yep, way. Yep. But it adds new omens, new events. A, it gives you a new booklet to work off of if you have like the an omen that causes the the um, the betrayal. Like if you if you lose your omen roll, it, it has another book for possible events and stuff. It adds. I think one of my favorite things is in that set where it's the desert tiles. Like essentially every single time you enter. Whoever is the last person in the omens, they just they literally destroy every room that they walk through as they're moving. So oh, I thought they... you were almost talking about otherworldly rooms, like a room in which you go to the desert or go to no, the... no, no, like that would be they... insane. Like, okay, so if they're who's the maker of the game? <laughs> um, if you're hearing it out there, you might want to look into that. This is this is actually done by Wizards of the Coast. So oh, look Wizards. at that. <laughs> yeah, go figure. So look into adding other dimensional rooms because you already <laughs> look at it this way. I, when you're when you're looking at tiles and you have you know your your main floor. I actually basement, think Widow's Walk added like an extra dimensional tile kind of thing. That would be the yeah. thing. So there you go. Because what what picked me up the most about what you said though is. Okay, no extra characters. That's fine. Some new extra omens. Awesome. New extra items or and cards that we yeah, have. Yeah, pretty know. much. Every, pretty much what, everything else. There are more of right. New events. Um, new omens. There's, there's even new like floor tiles. Like I was saying, which is great. Um, Expand the map. But the fact that the base game has fifty different scenarios, hmm. and I can only assume that they came out with minimum twenty five. If not, let, let's max it out and just double it and do another fifty scenarios. That is the bread and butter about this game, yeah. is the fact that you have so many different scenarios. Well, not only that, but this game also laid the foundation for a lot of people that like to do, like, homebrew different things. It's where you can go ahead and create your own omens, your own additional scenarios to really even further longevity of the game. Which, again, itself, with 50 scenarios and a possible anywhere between an additional 25 to 50 scenarios, uh, it's already a, a crap ton to begin with. Yeah. yeah. This is, this is a, a game that... Again, it mixes a lot of the cooperative early on and then has a chance of being competitive. It's one of those things like it's always it's always a, a weird draw. Um, but it's one of those things like it's unlike things like Lords of Waterdeep where um, you are playing always against the other person regardless of what's going on. Right, you're not just doing your PVPs, you have the chance, you have a very likely scenario with a lot of scenarios being, uh, you know, your PVEs. So, for the people who are wanting to get into a game in which, you know, who, who don't necessarily find that niche, or find that urge to always go against another player, and they want the team building exercise or something like that, you have the good, like, you have a good scenario or multiple chances to draw scenarios like that, but then it also has your scenarios in which you will go against your other player characters and kind of go against yeah. that. There, there are there are some times where you will end up be, this being pandemic. Like it's literally just oh crap, there's something happening, and now we have to all work together to destroy whatever that is. Yes, yeah. Um, but that's I think what I really appreciate about, I appreciate about this game too is it starts off exactly that way. It starts off with okay, you know, we're all team right well, now. Let's go. 
go ahead and collect our items, which is hilarious too, because then when it comes to trying in, to get all that extra stuff, well, to, okay. To be fair, in the regards of it being cooperative, it's more cooperative. Like Forbidden Desert is cooperative when you go, <laughs> like, because nobody, no, you don't travel together. You all go off in different directions to kind of explore, um, but you win together. You either win or lose together nine times out of ten. Yeah. But you can still treat it how you like. You can yeah. still be like, I am going in and I'm going to find this treasure. Screw you guys, but that's me. Or you can do, no, 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 we need to work together. Otherwise, all of our souls are gone. Which is exactly, again, what the whole beauty that I'm talking about. Because then it also goes based off of player mentality. It's very much, I would almost say, even like a Walking Dead type scenario. Where it's like, alright, we really need to work together because that's the only way we're going to succeed. Or I'm just going to ensure my own survival. You know, if you all happen to live too, then that's just a happy accident. But that's what I'm talking about. So everybody, you're right, they kind of split up. But what I mean by cooperative is the main idea is you want to try and get everything that you can. You want to be your best self either because of selfish reasons or I would like to think the average person would do it because they're hoping that if they are going to be – if it is going to be a PvE scenario or if they're going to be on the team or it's a player versus player scenario, they're trying to best help that team besides ensuring just their own survival. Which is always hilarious because that's when you have the omen cards come into play. There's been a few times we've played to where we're all trying our best to kind of get the the items, the stat boost or whatever, and we've just all had terrible luck. So it's like omen after omen after omen. Oh my god! There was <laughs> there was one there was one time where I I was playing through and I forget who I was playing with, but I was only playing with a couple people, and we literally third omen drop was the was the was the end of the like yeah. pretty much the end of the game. I think like, that it was, was the beginning of the end, as it were. Yeah, I, I think that was one of those nights where we, we had it over at your house, Mike, and I think it was your wife, Anthony, and then, like, a couple of other friends. Yeah. So, it was, like, you, you weren't even, you weren't even playing, <laughs> you didn't have even have your chance to play with Flash for the first time at that point in time. Yeah. So. Well, it, and it was one of those things, like, we got, like, the Vampire Lord, which is, like, one of the most difficult scenarios to not, like, if you didn't have built up, like, Spear of Longinus and a whole bunch of, like, weapons and holy fire and, you know, right. you were pretty much doomed. Listen, I, I remember, I think I ran around in that campaign, and I think I had, you know, the the dog, so you could have that little companion character that's following you around and doing whatever like that. I don't remember exactly which character I was playing for that vampire. And, but. but yeah, no, exactly. And the funny thing is, too, is like, sure, the omens can be a bad thing, but then also, like, the dog or just other things you get, they work as items as well, so it can really be a game changer, because some of these items are just broken as hell. And even if like uh, if you're if you're the bad guy, then chances are the other people are screwed. But then if you're if you're part of the good team trying to survive, it can really be the difference between life and death. Because again, we're just like talking about the stats. Because that's another beauty of it too. When it does go into PVE, it goes based off of opposing roles. So if you end up beating out the other person, they end up taking damage to whatever the two of you are fighting against. And sometimes it, it can even be on opposing stats that you're going based off of. So one person might have might, the other person might have a higher knowledge, but that scenario might be okay. Whoever has the highest of the two, the person with the higher knowledge might actually beat the person with the might. Yeah, but that, that also goes into where it's the balancing of the game because you may be in – I could be wrong. I'd have to – it's been a little while since we've played like that vampire game. But you ha may have chosen a character who doesn't have the strongest might. Let's just take uh, Father um, Reinhardt for, for the example. He has like a two might. Imagine, he gets the vampire. He's going after you. He can't tackle you for shit. Whoa. <laughs> and this, and this, is, this is also where some of those scenarios come in because – with um, 
with I forget if it's the the Banshee Witch or if it's the Vampire Lord. One of them gets to augment all their stats. Yeah. And it's one of those things like, oh, well, now I can use my um, sanity and my knowledge for my sh- for my um, physical stats. Yeah. Like, you yeah. literally get to use one of, like, you usually get, in combat, you would essentially swap what stats you would normally use. Right, right. Um, I think that's the the Banshee Queen. I think so. The... But again, it's, it's because it's the beautiful beautiful thing about having fifty different scenarios in which it has again so many different outcomes and stuff like that. And depending on which character you are utilizing, if you become the bad guy or set off the events, um, depending on the character, it all plays into the scenario. Yeah. So it depends on how things will shape up, how fast things occur, um, and how badass the enemy could be. Well, and then you, the, one of my, I think one of my favorite, but also one of my like least favorite at the same time scenarios is slimes. Oh no! It, oh so no! So what happens is the longer the the game goes. And the longer it takes you to fail your omen roll, the worst slimes really is. Because what slimes does is it fills every unoccupied room with a slime uh, monster I token. That. Yeah, we, I remember we that. We got this. And you're, you're like, oh well, I can kick the crap out of this thing real quick. Mm, it multiplies like anything else. <laughs> Just multiplies. Well, the 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 issue is is that. It's not that they multiply. It's the fact that the, you, if you get it so late in the game, like I think we were like nine omen cards in, and we finally failed. Yeah. And we had explored like three. We had three floors. Yeah, <laughs> we had almost run out of tiles to place down. People were trying to escape the 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 basement, and they couldn't find the stairs or well, anything. We like, all decided to waste like thirty turns trying to unlock something for some weird that is reason. True. Yeah, because um, I think it got us like a uh, an item or well, something. No, it was. It was it, we we got the safe room, which is if you can unlock oh, no, it, because you, you, you needed to... the ingredients to go ahead and destroy the slimes. That's what it was. No, 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 no. no. We didn't know that the slimes was going to be the thing because we hadn't even gotten the last omen. We the were what stand- the hell were we? We were standing in the. We were no, trying we were stand- to be cocky assholes and trying to unlock something. <laughs> to get, who who has get, the get, knowledge like, roll to do it? <laughs> you get, uh, no, it was a, it was uh, speed. I think you had to you had to succeed. I thought on. it was speed or knowledge because it's just oh like, yeah, speed or knowledge because yeah. the speed plays into how dexterity. How dexterous is your your movement or you had a high knowledge person to know exactly where and how to do the combination yeah. and it was you the, the main reason why we were all standing in that freaking room is because you got two equipment cards out of it that's what it's yeah. like yeah. And see, that's the you thing never is, pass up two more equipment cards screw see, that this, this is exactly my point there's so many different scenarios to play through and quite a few that we played ourselves it's even hard to keep track of why we did certain things or why certain things even turned out the way no, they the did no the answer is was we're fucking boneheads yeah, <laughs> yeah. fair enough fair enough right. we're greedy and we're boneheads yeah. that is exactly the reason why like I, I think at one point I just gave up because I didn't have good speed or good knowledge, so I was just like, "Screw this! I'm gonna, I'm gonna go do something else." Yeah. So I just kept wandering through the house and eventually found the final omen. Maybe. And speaking of getting screwed over, when it's not us actually screwing over ourselves by being complete jackasses, the event cards are always, I'd have to say, the biggest pain in the ass. Because almost all of them, you basically have to get like a five or better to maybe get a bonus to a stat. Otherwise, everything else is going to get you a lower stat. Or if you lo- roll like a one or a two, you're getting screwed because you're taking like a two hit to whatever one stat you're looking at or worse. Yeah. The event cards are 
always nasty. But see, that's why it's great too, because some of those tiles have areas in which you do this, you roll off on the whatever, and you successfully. Uh, it, uh, I, I now I could be wrong, but I remember there are certain areas where okay, you unlocked that. Guess what? Your knowledge goes up by no, one no. There's definitely that. Yeah, there's you can that's, get those buffs. That's part of the reason why we would run around sometimes to specific rooms because we want those stat the boosts. Buffs. Because we couldn't guarantee that we were going to get an item yeah. or an omen or anything else. That's the one way you know you're going to get a, a buff. That you, yeah, you, a permanent we, buff. We, would, we would look around for the rooms where it's like the first time you, you, you end your turn in this room, you gain plus one this. We would look for those rooms. Yeah. Those were like the things that we would all try to find. And we would all, like if we found one of those rooms, everybody would try to flock to that room before yep. we discovered any more rooms. Which is, Stop finding what's else in the house. <laughs> Just come back here. Heal up. Gain more might. Why? I'm a child. You're going to be buff as shit, dude. <laughs> <laughs> Give the kid some roids. <laughs> which, which is actually funny because they didn't include two different children. Four if you consider the flip side. Uh, but <laughs> a horror game with children in it. Well, this, this is this is a this is a horror genre board game that has some of the funnier like it has funny moments like Cards Against Humanity. Like half of it's like just the strangest things can happen, and you will get the strangest combination of shit, and it will just be hilarious. Well, no, the the thing is, I think what I. I Correct me if I'm wrong, Anthony, but I think the point that he was going at is children are the scariest things in horror movies. <laughs> yes. Yeah, yes. That's it. Along with real life as well. Which, you guys, how are you guys doing as being dads? Great. <laughs> doing very enough. But this is what I'm talking about because I remember one time you were playing as Peter and like almost all your stats were pretty much almost maxed out and you ended up being the bad guy in that scenario. And that was probably one of the most difficult uh, times playing as Flash because I think that was the one where you were sucking the age from everybody. Oh, oh yeah. Because yeah. then we also joked about like every time Flash wins, he should keep whatever like ailments or something that happens. So go ahead and give you guys a chance of actually <laughs> as the bad guy winning against me for once. Mm-mm. But that's that's the beauty too of the game is the fact that okay, you can have a strategy, you can have an idea, you're trying to boost all you want, but then eventually when it comes to the haunt, it's just like a wise man once said: everybody has a plan until you get hit in the face. <laughs> Pretty much. I mean, it, you can go in there and you're like, hey, listen, let's split up. Let's start finding all this stuff. And then someone who's – you're just not ready for it. Someone doesn't pull their weight and they set off the omen and they become, I don't know, the devil. Okay? <laughs> and then guess what? The devil's coming after you. <laughs> I remember there's the, one of those scenarios where it's just like, okay, you don't – you don't get a large movement. It's basically almost like a zombie scenario, but I think it's like for ghosts. And it's like you go around and you can kill someone. And then uh, to even further that, when you kill, you possess. You possess, and they start to also move around. Yeah, that's the that's the wraith. So not only not only do you have that, but I think with the wraith, every single time you possess someone, you also gain an additional minion. I think so. Yeah. It was something about, like, I don't want to give away too much in the scenario because you have to play out this game and you have to look over some of the, the scenarios because they're, they're freaking funny. They're, they're interesting. You know, it, it, there's a lot going on with 50 different scenarios. Yeah. You know, that's just base game again. Again, just base game. Mike, you're gonna have to. Uh, I, I'm gonna order the expansion. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> We're definitely gonna have to get further into it because again, not even a fan of board games. There's a lot of board games that I just find absolutely boring, and we don't even talk about Monopoly and just like how Fuck friendships can end <laughs> with that. Flip. Yeah. The Wait, original, are, the original table flip game. Listen, are you the banker? 
Oh, you cheating son of a yeah. bitch. <laughs> if you're the banker. We know you're cheating. Uh-huh. We see you Listen, slipping taxes. yourself 50s, man. Taxes. That's all I'm saying. Mm-hmm. It works, so it works just like the real bank. Uh-huh. <laughs> mm-hmm. Pretty much. But all these... I mean, but here's the thing. So you're really going to say... Would you, would you consider... I mean, there's a lot of different things that are under the board game genre... Um, what, what, well, I mean, I even consider most card games board games at this point. It's one of those things where you, I I think that it falls under more of tabletop, though. So, I mean, board game is more just like exactly like, uh, with the, now I'm gonna put the board house, house on, uh, betrayal at betrayal house House on the hill. No, betrayal house hill. Betrayal house hill. (laughs) You can't get it wrong with saying it that way. Well, to be fair, this, this is, this is a card game then. Because yeah. everything so, is cards. Because you don't have an actual board. This is not a board card game. game. Yeah, this is get, a, get out of here. This nope. is a Mike's tile, tile game. <laughs> tile game. A yeah. tile game. Okay. <laughs> if oh, we're gonna, oh, are we really gonna? We're gonna be. We're gonna split people. hairs. Yes. We're gonna, why not? We're gonna split hairs. Why you are, you are building the board. Ah. So in other words, the definition of board game is cardboard. <laughs> if you really want to split hairs, guess what? All of them have the same thing in common: cardboard. cardboard. <laughs> yeah, yeah, sure. Why At not? That rate, nothing not? else is freaking you know the right thing. Nope. So, so the TCGs don't count. No. Nope. Uh, Heroclix doesn't count. You, you know what? This actually does remind me a lot of though, which is horrible. Which because is... what if? Okay. Speaking of that, and sorry to cut you off. No, no, no. Go ahead. But. What if you have a 3D cardboard map for Heroclix? Does it become a board game? Damn. Oh, <laughs> I win! <laughs> That's going to be the greatest part of it. I take this one. <laughs> well, okay, so what I was getting ready to say is the, the one thing that this does kind of remind me of in, in some regards is the World of Warcraft board game. Um, I am unaware of this. So Me as well, because board games are like... Yeah, well, it, this is one of those ones where... Did it come out during the time of WoW? It, it, well, duh. Um, uh, but I'm, I'm saying in terms <laughs> of like... So it came out during the the, the, the prime of... No, WoW. no, this, like, came, I, this came out like after God, like two that's expansions. What, that's, that's what he... Even I knew that's what he was saying, dick. No, no, no this, was, this was at least after I think the first expansion had come out. It had to have been at least that it, long. It, it was after it was established, yeah. Yeah, it was after it had been established for a while. Um, and it was one of those things where it, it, it you can play it in multiple ways. You either have the like PvP scenario where you play like two Horde versus two Alliance characters... Or you can do a quest like mode where you play all one faction and you go and you collect equipment and you're playing versus field monsters. Well, the thing is, is even in the PvP scenario, you can add field monsters. So then not only are you trying to rack up like kills PvP wise, but you can also do like, oh, I'm going to go kill this monster so I can get a piece of equipment. So then I can kick your ass a little bit better than I did last time. But case in point, this game, you know, Betrayal House Hill... <laughs> has all those great aspects because of the fact that you know you have creatures that spawn in throughout the map because it, same tiling could have had the same thing close uh things can happen before the actual major events spiders come down in in a certain room or whatever like that you're you're trying to get certain equipment and uh item cards or even omen cards to kind of power and buff yourself against the enemy you can get killed by events alone before the game even begins oh yeah, <laughs> like, yeah. We actually had that happen to somebody. I forget who it was. I th- it might have actually been your wife. <laughs> <laughs> no, she lived through because I remember what happened. With we, that. we played with her more than, more than once. Oh, yeah. there may have been a time where I was in the game. <laughs> mm-hmm. You know, Mike, I think it's a little screwed up that you take a little too much enjoyment in being the traitor of the haunt. 
Like, it's almost like you kind of will it to be. Dude, I'm a nihilist. I, I, I embrace the inevitable heat death of the universe. What do you expect from me? Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to be the bad guy. I know that's going to happen. Mike you is... all can eat a dick. I'm probably going to lose, but you know what? I'm going to try to kill somebody. I'm going to try and take you all with me. <laughs> Mike enjoys the emptiness of the universe. But that's more of like a true neutral than evil. You just like really take enjoyment in trying to kill the no, other No, no, no. He's, he's Kefka back in Final Fantasy. He's just like, hate, 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 hate. <laughs> I will destroy everything and everyone because of hate and nihilisticness. <laughs> because Sounds about right, right, Mike? Because that's, that's totally legit I mean, reason. if something's going to cause the universe to end, it might as well be me, right? Uh, and I'm the one who likes Thanos. Go figure. <laughs> I feel like I'm the only goody-two-shoes here. Yeah, all right, Captain America, it's fine. Yeah, yeah, we know you're vanilla. <laughs> wow, because being goody-two-shoes vanilla. Yep. We're assholes. But this was great, too, because then when the haunt finally does begin, after you fail enough omen rolls... You actually even split off to two books. So if it is PvP, you have literally what's called the Traitor's Tome. And the person, which is usually you, because of course, of Mike. I like to walk in omen rooms, and half the time if you walk into an omen room, you get the Traitor's Tome. (laughs) Yeah, if your rolls suck well enough. Hey, I, I've made it to where, like, it was literally I could only fail at one point. Because it gets harder each time. It does. Right. It, it increases in difficulty every single time you successfully, you know, yeah. vanquish or get past an omen. Yeah, because it's come to a point where the haunt is going to happen. And when it inevitably does, you have the whole, again, the the person who be, ends up being the bad guy of the haunt, if it is a PvP scenario, they have the Traitor's Tome, and it only... It, it, they do not need to share any of the information on there. They can keep it all to themselves. It has the win condition for the person who's the bad guy. It has the things that they can do. They do not have to share that with the other players. Unlike other games that typically are like, okay, well, here's the rules. This is how it's going to happen. No, the game's like, screw you, trial by fire. You're either going to survive or you're going to die. And then you have the survival book for the actual people who are on the receiving end of the haunt. They're at least given just the win conditions and the backstory, and then that's about it. Have fun. The one thing I, I do have to say, because, I, I mean, this is beginning to sound... Like, if I were just listening to this... Sound it would, a lot like it, it, Christmas. It's going to sound a lot like confusing. Yeah. And the one thing that I do love about this game is it is a, similar to Flux. You are literally playing what's in your hand. You you walk into a room, you draw a card, and you just do what that card says. And up to a certain point, there is no other confusion. The only thing that I found confusing about this game, and I'm talking about like the first time I played it, right. was the combat. And that's because it's not it's not the most clearest. It's not it's non traditional, but I think that's part of the reason why it, I really appreciate it. Exactly. Yeah. At that point in time, basically, you're just trying to get the hang of someone if. If someone's doing a melee attack, it's their might versus, let's say, your speed. Well, it, because you might be it's usually it's usually it's versus decision. whatever your it, well it's usually versus whatever your highest fit. Like it's either they, you can they because that. you usually attack physical. Or, oh yeah, it's the physical or, or the mental side. Yes. So yeah. based on what it is, like he was pointing out, if it's physical, then the other person has to choose physical. But you would obviously want to pick what the stronger of the two is, unless the scenario. Uh, unless you had says, certain equipment where you you then get to use your mental. As your it, exactly. Defense. Exactly. There's, there's a lot of things that happen. Right. Like that. But I'm just simply trying to point out <laughs> the fact that. It, it's just getting the hang of what your stats are, what the opposing stats are, and kind of choosing what you want to do. Because yeah. you can tank a hit, or you can dodge a hit. Yeah, and that's, so, one, of, that's one of those things. That, like, like I was saying, it, it's confusing. Ow. 
just like your actions, they're all confusing. <laughs> That's the reason why pain comes upon you. <laughs> uh, smashing my knee and shit on the sidelines. No, we're keeping this in. We're not stopping. Listen, uh, these are the beautiful you. parts about doing an actual like live cast like this. Is the fact that when he bumps his knee, it was the ghost's fault. <laughs> it's simple. Air quotes. But, okay. Air quotes. Again, I, I was saying, I was saying from the the, the point of view of someone f- coming into the game. New. Yes. Like I know now how combat. Works. But no, that's what I'm talking yeah. about, though. It, it, get, it, get, it gets, it, you get the hang of it. After, like, the f- first two times that you have to roll through a combat scenario, you get over it. Like, it, it's not, it's not that big of a milestone. It's, um, it, it, it is the, it is the biggest speed bump in the learning curve of this game, and that, that, that it's not that big of a speed bump. Like, no. th- that's one of the things that I still love about this game, is the fact that it's not that hard to get into. And, it's one of those games where I can bust out and I can literally play with any group of people if I'm trying to just try to introduce people to a board game. Absolutely. So, I mean, anybody who's been listening to this so far, I, I think we can all agree that we definitely recommend that you, if you haven't played it yet, jump into this game. Because even people who are new to board games or even people like me who are not very fa- fond of board games, this game does offer something for everyone. And even though it can be kind of a clusterfuck at times, and even though there are a fair amount of rules that are involved, it is not too difficult to really pick up on. It just takes a little bit of play time to really kind of figure things out and get, really get into the swing of things. I, I do have to say this, though. This game is RNG Jesus to the nth degree a lot of times. Oh, yeah. It's a, it's a lot um, of luck like or unluckiness. There, there's games that are that are comp- uh, competitive and or cooperative and have the strategy element, like uh, Castle Panic, where it, it, it's a, it is a like a hurried mess, but... It's a hurried mess in in a in a fashion that if you play things strategically and yes you draw the right cards sometimes you can typically defend yourself for Castle Panic. This game is one of those situations where it all comes down to RNGs. Well, it, it, absolutely. <laughs> when you look at the basis of the game, you're dealing with nothing but dice rolls and random events and tiles. Yeah. That that the, if that isn't RNG Jesus, yeah. I don't know what is. Exactly. Okay. Simple as that. But uh, again, you're you're right. There there are a lot of different things, a lot of different scenarios. But there's a lot of different. There's a lot of simplistic rules. Yeah. You go in. You have a decision to make. Move or search or get fucked by an event. Simple as that. <laughs> get <laughs> so, fucked wheels. Get <laughs> fucked wheels. <laughs> so listen, there, there's a lot of great things about this game. I agree. You know, you, you got to kind of. If you're looking to get into it, test your water, you know, test your toes in the water of this game, kind of see what happens and maybe a shark will bite it off. I don't fucking know. <laughs> I think this, that's a scenario, this, actually. <laughs> this, is, this is by far my favorite, like, random ass board game. Right. Like, like, as far as things go, like, there, there's no better, like, randomizer. And, and you, than this you game. originally saw this on Will Wheaton show, right? On Table Wheaton. Yeah, <laughs> Will Wheaton. So, <laughs> which is great. I know we've we've seen a lot of different games that he's been able to put up and kind of said, "Hey, absolutely, I want to give this a try." Yeah. So, and, and actually, that's half the reason for my board game collection was tabletop. I mean, I, I'm gonna, I'm gonna for Will Wheaton. Well, that shut up, Wesley. Shut up, Wesley. That's actually an easy way to get blocked by him. Yeah. <laughs> really? Yeah, no, 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 no joke. He, he's he's so tired of that that if you go on to Twitter and you say, "Shut up, Wesley," he, it's insta block. 
Which is hilarious because when he mentioned that, Patrick Stewart actually responded back and shut up. <laughs> <laughs> That's great. I, I, have to, I have to say, I, I typically use the, the defense, like the Stewie defense for Will Wheaton. For Will Wheaton. Why does everybody got to pick on Wesley? <laughs> mm-hmm. I mean, with all that being said, you can definitely see why we would recommend this game, why we've had a lot of fun with it. We really think everybody else should just definitely give this a shot. And that'll pretty much roll us out for this evening. So as always, if you enjoyed what you're listening to, be sure to like, share, and subscribe. Also ding that bell for future videos. We'd also love to hear what you think of Betrayal at House on the Hill. Is this a game that you think you'd be interested in? What are your feelings about board games in general? Are you an enthusiast? Are you like me to where it's really got to be something interesting for you to jump into? Let us know down in the comments below. Follow us on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and any of the other social media listed down below. Join up on the Ready Comics Roll Discord channel to talk to other rollers and the crew and have a discussion about tabletop games and other board games in general. Tell us what you like to play and what you would like to see being played. Also remember to follow us on Twitch. We're going to have random live streams throughout the week. We might even play some Betrayal on the House on the Hill on camera. Maybe. It could happen. I don't know. (laughs) And if you like to see us grow, don't forget we have a Patreon. You can come over and become a patron today.